0: This is Gilbert Godfrey, and you're listening to the Cigar Tipsters Podcast.
1: This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast.
2: There's a little uh, campground right here behind the town square right by the creek that I sent you guys a picture of. That's yeah. basically where I'm sitting right now, and uh, I can see the distillery in the distance
0: back over there. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, they show you the safe where he kicked it and all that stuff. And Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah it's a lot of We've done it uh, three or four times. And then we've uh, toured Pritchard's distillery, which is uh, about 20 miles from here. And then George Dickel, that's up in Tullahoma, which is 20, 25 miles. So well, there's which several distilleries. favorite. Oh, Jack Daniels is by far the, the best tour, but Pritchard's is cool too because it's in an old schoolhouse. Oh, I didn't know that. That they converted to a distillery. Well you remember, were you at the uh, tweet up where we were on the boat? On the boat? I don't think so.
3: Not that I remember. The the river cruise uh, where they said we couldn't smoke inside cruise. the boat and then we all smoked on top of the boat and um near Yeah, basically. Uh, no,
0: I don't think I was there. Was I there for I, I don't remember that.
2: I, I don't guess you were, but uh, no. But you guys got capsized. <laughs>
3: Not literally, but,
1: but <laughs> there, there no. was
3: enough, and there was enough people on top because of the the indoor smoking ban that we could have probably tipped the damn thing over oh, if we tried I hard see. enough.
1: Yeah.
0: So you had yeah. to smoke on the top, and that everybody was flocking to the top.
3: Yeah, so the, you had well, two hundred cigar smokers on top of this. Actually, boat.
1: it was childing and it looked like it was on fire.
3: Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was. No. It was one of those uh, paddle paddle wheel boats, and it looked more like a steam engine.
0: Oh, I see. Too too tap heavy here.
2: Yeah, well, the total capacity of the boat was about 300, and there was 350 of us on the top level of it. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. Stress test. <laughs> but anyway, what I was getting to, Pritchard was there uh, giving out samples uh, on that one. I couldn't remember if you were
3: there
0: or not. Mm-mm.
3: Ben, honestly, I don't, I don't remember you being at any of them. No. Yes, you do. Did, that was a catfish how did, restaurant. How did I even? How did I? How did I even meet you? I don't even.
1: I got. Used... I got pictures. I got pictures.
3: He's got evidence.
0: Yeah. Well, it all started when when someone named Ken, last name Ball, started winning everything in the raffle, and I think we developed a mutual hatred for the same person, and we have bonded on that hate ever since.
3: Look, look, sorry, look Ben. I, I get confused. All you Italians look the same.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh no. You all look like um, you know, I, don't, you know, I don't I don't know any famous Italian people, but whatever. Yeah, really? Tony Soprano, that worked. Fair enough. So it is the Cigar Tipsers podcast. It is August 29th. We are uh recording this in the evening as Hurricane Ida barrels uh, straight up New Orleans ass. Uh, in a very similar way to what Katrina did in like 2005 am I off on my 16 base? 16 years thing?
2: ago it was 16 years ago today.
3: yeah uh, whatever my is. yeah that's uh, interesting we're, we're, we're getting like a, a few raindrops off of the, the first bands that have made it up this way actually and uh, if you were wondering what they were talking about with the Stiller East Seniors camping in Lynchburg Tennessee tonight which I'm quite frankly impressed that they have internet um, kind of a hole in the wall place, but and it is. We were originally supposed to have uh, Geronimo cigars on with us for this show, but they had to cancel uh, due to a last-minute engagement. And, and it's quite a shame because I have a, a fancy headset with a built-in microphone. I had water over here to keep my uh, my voice crisp throughout the entire podcast. I was going to act professional for once in my miserable life, but you're gonna pull a
0: king speech and now it's started the whole time
3: now it's gonna go change,
0: Mark? why change it now was,
3: it's gonna go completely to waste just just sitting here so but you anyway
1: you've to really well stick with it
3: <laughs> so now so now since they're not
2: normal podcast members do we have to be nice or do they get the normal ration of shit for not showing up like one of us does
3: <laughs> well they're gonna come on eventually so we gotta at least yeah. pretend to be nice
0: Okay, so for right now, we'll be nice. Okay. Do you want to invite him on and then the next podcast, we can cancel at the last minute? Do you think that would be appropriate?
1: <laughs> 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 Don't be vindictive now. Come on.
3: Come just, on, Ben. I'm just saying. I figured, ben, you know. Ben, ben, that is very basic white girl of you.
0: That is. That's, that's how like, those.
3: So. When when the lock on the door, thought.
0: run away sort of thing. i would be like <laughs> him holding
1: a grudge, you know? Yeah. yeah.
3: Well,
0: so he, yeah, he emailed me back at the last minute because he emailed me er, er, about an hour ago and he said, okay, are you, are we still on for tonight? I said, yes, Ron, I'll be emailing you a link in about 30 minutes or so. And then about 10 minutes before we got to be started. He was like, yeah, something with the COO came up and he's not able to do it tonight. Uh, we apologize. We didn't mean to cause any inconvenience. Uh, okay, whatever. I mean, maybe something did. So yeah, it'll be nice. Yeah, it will. We'll Yeah, we'll give him a shot. We, we want him on the show. He's made an effort. He's reached out to me, sent us cigars like he's making an effort. So I think we can reciprocate.
1: I know I know a lady who was uh, involved in the cigar part uh, business at one time uh, who uh, was about just a few minutes before we were supposed to go on, called the, the people I'm, I'm thinking about now up and said, I'm really tired. I got to wash my hair. So I don't think I'd make it.
3: <laughs> wow yeah no, no i'm gonna say wow. if, if if they happen to listen to this if you guys are washing your hair right now yep. you're fired yep. mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh so we'll just kind of wing it and talk about a few topics uh since, since we're since we were all prepared and professional and you know i'm <laughs> oh, setting sorry. hard and i'm absolutely, absolutely no not rest. uh not setting in my underwear at this moment in time, but whatever. Well, so, I, um, now, so I, I know there's a lot of um, a lot of questionable, some might say bad, um, military stuff in the news right now with everything that's going on in Afghanistan. So yeah. figured we'd flip the script on that and talk about something nice related to the military, and that is that Cigars for Warriors announced uh, today, I believe it was, that they have shipped its. 1,200,000th cigar to U.S. troops deployed overseas that's in combat crazy. zones. So that's that is awesome. That that's is a great. crazy, crazy that's amount of cigars. To um, way to go. Way to go. One thing
1: about, we think about cigar smokers, they are generous. Well, two that is true. Usually free paid throughout it,
3: too. Yeah, the, the article mentions that Cigars for Warriors collect cigars from individual donors through the mail. They also do it at cigar events yeah.
1: um,
3: across the United States. I know. Um, just about any cigar shop you walk in will have a uh, a box or a, a humidor or a, a a jar that you can put a cigar in that is intended for Cigars for Warriors donations. Um,
1: yeah, I know the local coordinator. And, uh, you know, it, to me, it's just really been amazing and gratifying generosity of people because, man, it, it, just one coordinator. He would have literally thousands of cigars to ship, you know?
3: Yeah. And... Uh, Speaking about those those donation boxes that you see at stores, rarely ever do you see those empty. Um, right. So it goes back to what you said, a, a lot of cigar, which, I mean, Lord knows, we, everybody sitting here talking right now has handed out cigars. Hell, I met Jerry because he handed me a cigar.
1: Right.
3: Um, <laughs> he then proceeded to hold us hostage and not let us go right. until we smoked it, but that's another story I was, for another time. I was
1: between him and the door, and I wouldn't let him out, so I told him you liked oh,
3: but uh and i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce the name but storm bowen chairman and ceo of operations at cigars for warriors said the 1.2 million cigars shipped is a special moment for the organization an opportunity to reflect on our past and continue to build momentum as we move into the future despite a lot of uncertainty our commitment to the mission of serving deployed men and women is intact so, have,
1: uh, have any of you run across and uh, talked to anybody who was over there who got cigars? I I'm that, No.
3: <laughs> I hope, well, no. Possibly. Um, I know um, Kirk, who used to be on the show, who used to have a cigar shop, who co owned that cigar shop, Patriot Cigars, no longer yeah. with us in Alabama. Um, he was in the military. Um, the other guy who co-owned the shop, Jake, he was also in the military. Um, I know they bonded over cigars while in the military. Now, I do not know if those cigars may have come from Cigars for Warriors. So I, I at least know a story of, you know, two people bonding over cigars while in the military, yeah. but I'm not sure if they actually I've, came from the organization.
1: Been, I have been fortunate in my travels to run across some ex-military guys who did get into cigars for Warriors and uh, it's it's always an amazing story what a blessing that was for them, you know.
3: Yeah, definitely. I, and I feel like for them, any 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 piece of home, you know, whether right. it's a cigar, whether it's a, you know, the 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 kids writing cards or something like that, just anything to to say, hey, we we know you're over there. We know you're fighting. Yeah. Thank you. They, basically.
1: they were even happy to get Gurkhas Can, can I say that?
3: <laughs> well, we're we're gonna talk about Gurkha in a second, but yeah, I mean I, I, I think at that point you would appreciate so uh, you know most anything. Now I personally as a as a cigar smoker, I would not put a Gurkha in that donation box, but nope. that's just me.
2: I never did. No, but he had put him in his
3: humidor. So we mm. yeah, so,
1: you got, you got to give him a reason for want to come home, yeah. You
3: know? So we're gonna have Catholic confessional here. Um forgive me, Father, for I have sinned um i made an order on cigar bid you you know we're all proponents of that website good stuff cheap whatever um i bought something called black ops berserker Um, got them smoked them liked them bought more it was after buying the second batch that i noticed on the band um, on the back of the band it says by kaizod whatever the hell his last name is yeah. and I started doing my uh, my research and it turns out shockingly that this cigar that I actually like happens to be a Gurkha um, I ask sincere forgiveness from the scar gods um,
1: well mark if it's any comfort to you you know there's a difference between sins of commission and sins of omission so you, you did not and you know god love you go and send them more. but that, that, that's <laughs> just... see the priest <laughs> six hell
0: jerry's and one our father is that how this works you got a little no, little... no, 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 no. A a little J on it. wait him? a minute wait a
3: minute wait a minute it's like wait a minute six i sent hell jerry's <laughs> no 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 you, you you think you're joking about that i sent jerry a picture of um a pepsi zero because of the whole coke zero controversy and he um he sent me one back and said something to the effect of say five hail jerrys and sin no more my child or something like that so yeah you're not, you're not super far off on this whole hail jerry thing yeah um speaking my of that ministry
1: takes, my ministry takes me to many places
3: right hey, you know it's uh
1: yeah
3: you know and what wow while that subject came up uh coca-cola well, fuck you by the way thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> just have to get that in on pretty much barrel. every show. Number one in under the radar. Yeah. By the way, thank you yeah. to uh, the Pepsi Cola organization. I, I bitched a lot about Coke Zero on Twitter, and they sent me a coupon for a free 12 pack that, that I got to go redeem <laughs> at some point. So thank you, Pepsi. That's cool. You're that's actually, you
0: made such a, a ruckus that Pepsi was like, we have a way of turning him to our side. And they sent you a coupon to try theirs instead of Coke's. That's,
1: yeah, you know, it's, that's clever.
0: Uh, that's really clever. Or, yeah, they're,
1: they're, or maybe they thought, well, we'll show them how bad our stuff is and he'll go back to COVID. Shut up.
3: <laughs> I don't know. You know. but You know, it could be could be as easily either one, but I, I, I will admit I've gone full. Have you tried the Pepsi Zero? Yes, I actually oh, like it's it. It's horrible. You like it? Oh, you no, no. Like no. It. Excuse me. I... the
0: Pepsi Zero
2: is pretty good. I, th- I thought you were asking of the Coke Zero again. Uh, no, no. The Pepsi Zero. My dementia kicked in. Sorry about that. No, it's cool. <laughs> but no, the Pepsi Zero is not too bad. It's a lot better than
0: this new Coke version of Zero they put out. And well, they must have really made a hash of it for you guys to hate it this much. They must have screwed it up something royally.
3: It's terrible. And, and it's even worse for me, me and Jerry because diet Diet Cola is our primary cigar pairing. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're not in the whiskey land. We're not looking for Scott. Senior
1: is. Yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, I got to go I got to go buy some cases of something before Woodstock because, you know, we're going to we're going we're gonna to drink at least a 12-pack a day. Jeez. <laughs> Have some, some water in there
0: once in a while? Why? Ben,
3: ben I don't no, you need You know that. what? Never mind. Ben, you know I don't need that do kind of that negativity. Water?
1: Mark, Ben, you know what fish doing in that water? Think about
3: it. <laughs> fish doing the that's water. Like, you know, that's like yeah. uh, that's like they deer don't have park water. It's like deer park water with the picture of the deer on the uh, on the label, and he's quietly drinking from the spring water. That's that's what I want. I want a deer pissing and shitting in my water.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah I they know don't show you
0: right? what's happening at the other end. <laughs> Fuck Deer Park. There's a picture
1: of Deer You know, the way this is going, <laughs> I know where that's from. We need to change the name of the show from Cigar Tips or to, to wherever the hell we're thinking.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that,
1: smoking?
2: Yeah, I've got, uh, I'm finishing off a CAO uh, 660 Flathead. And then I've got a uh, Rocky Patel Edge um, barrel age that I'm going to spark up here in just a minute.
3: Good, 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 Junior. You spoken? Uh, not at the moment. I, I'm, I'm sitting in my bedroom because I, I had the whole. I'm going to be directing traffic for this interview thing, and then that all we, you know, we covered that. But earlier yeah. in the day, earlier in Andrew, the day, just... I had a uh, diesel unlimited uh, when I was coming home from my free outback lunch. I was going to say, it seems like I had some of those in a box too.
1: Hey. And <laughs> what you, you think. <laughs> They're old up the smoke.
3: No, only only in Canada, their, their yeah, laws only are only those are...
0: fake candy cigarettes where you blow in it. It's a puff of sugar out of, out of that's just candy cigarettes. No, actually, so for tonight, I I, uh, I went to a couple days ago into a cigar Corona Cigar Lounge in Orlando, and I just picked up a couple of cigars, and one of them is called an SGL Howard G magic stick cameroon i've never heard of it before and i yeah i know right it's like okay so it looks really good the construction is fantastic it burns and draws really well great flavors um but the cameroon wrapper and so the guy up front was like yeah i smoke those all the time they're very good he comes in here sometimes so the guy howard shows up at this lounge to make sure his you know cigars are stocked and keeping an eye on them and everything and so that that was interesting the maker actually shows up to that lounge so Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually quite elegant, if I had to say. It's very accurate, like it's it, you know the way it burns, the way it draws. It's nicely done.
1: And have you ever been to Sosa Brothers Cigars? Who? Sosa S O S A. They have a cigar lounge very close to a Disney World dinner. Check it out sometime. Sosa the- Cigar Lounge. Sosa. Yeah, the fellow owns his name is Arby. Sosa. Great guy. He has his own blends, his own line. Sosa Rose. Very good cigars.
3: Okay. I want to go back to what Senior was talking about for a second. Uh, the Rocky Edge. Not necessarily the barrel age, but really the uh, the entire Edge line, uh, whether it be the Connecticut, the Habano, the Sumatra, the Maduro. I'll be honest, the Edge line is the best thing Rocky ever did. Yeah, um, I agree. I would put that edge line up against his 20 and $25 sticks any day. Like he, he should have like, when he made the edge line, he should have retired.
2: (laughs) He's probably made enough money off of them too.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure I'd call what Rocky Patel does work necessarily, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, those are the Habano is, uh, Definitely my favorite, probably Sumatra uh, second in line, but they're all good.
1: I agree it's classic,
3: yeah, I like the
2: Sumatra probably better than the Habano, but it's probably uh, mine's probably the reverse of your Sumatra than the Habano
3: one thing one thing similar thing I'll find you'll find with me and Jerry, especially when we get together we're, we we lean toward those habanos uh pretty often uh, yeah. Like I, I don't mind a, a strong Maduro if I've had something to eat, things like that. But you know, just to sit around and smoke, I, I like a Habano. Uh, generally. Do we need a DNA test? I mean, me and Jerry have known the truth for years. You're the one that's in, in <laughs> denial.
1: I'm the one that's in the dark. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
2: one of the times we were at Tweed Up, the four of us, Darlene included, went and had breakfast one morning before we came back. So, down at Cracker Barrel, the drink was the same, the eggs were the same. I mean, their whole breakfast was just a carbon copy of the other. So, it's like,
3: I'm, I I not,
1: I'm not seeing the uh... like minds. Great, great, great like minds. Anybody want to know where I'm smoking? <laughs> Yeah, hey Jerry, what are you smoking?
0: Vicarious I, flu.
1: Actually, smoking it's <laughs> some obscure uh, boutique company in the Midwest. Can't remember the name right now, but it's pretty good. Gurkha? No.
0: <laughs> no, it's
2: not that oh, correct.
0: Whoa.
1: What's you the name of the did, company called Jerry? I
2: will give Junior a little credit.
1: Can't
3: remember, Ben. Can't remember. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I-
1: don't have, yeah, don't I, was, in front of me. I
2: don't know. I, I was going to give you props. There. Yeah, Senior uh, needs
3: to spit this out because this needs yeah, to be heard. What the hell's going I, on?
2: I will, I will give Junior his props. When I got the box and I had an opportunity to move him out of the box into my travel humidor and stuff, I did find a vicarious blue in there. Oh, God bless. Now, granted, it was just he dropped birthday, one day, you know, a few days ago. He, I, I guess he dropped one in the box when he was playing. Senior, was, was that
1: like a box of 17?
2: <laughs> no, it was like a stick a whole of one. <laughs> <laughs> a stick of one. <laughs> I, I, I did get one blue in there, so I, I'll give him his props for that. I mean, it, I, yeah. it just cost me a steak lunch, so, you know, that's, oh, yeah. uh, that's a pretty good bargain. Yeah, well, no, uh, I'll take that. I'll take
3: that. So in COVID uh, Delta variant news, Drew Estate has canceled barn smokers and postpones their 25th anniversary party. Um, uh, they announced yesterday that they're canceling barn smoker 2021 the whole season. Uh, that would have taken place in Connecticut, Kentucky, and Florida. The Kentucky one, um, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, is actually not terribly far from Nashville, but um, also postponing the 25th anniversary celebration that was scheduled to take place in, of all places, South Fork Ranch in Dallas, Texas. Um, if for people who never watched the show or people young like me and Ben who aren't old enough to remember the show, South Fork is where the show, Dallas, was filmed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We toured that when we were, when we lived out there.
3: Yeah, I've actually, uh, we toured it when I was a kid, and I've been back once, uh, I don't know, probably 10 years ago at this point. It was when the, the TNT reboot was still going, because they had the the JR death scene in the hotel still set up downstairs. But anyway, uh, along with the cancellation and postponement of those two events, the company uh, that makes Liga, Herrera, Esteli, and Underground also said it will not partake in, in person or any multi-vendor events or trade shows, as well as in-store events. So Drew Estate is like, we're just washing our hands up for right now. So. um,
0: I have a question. Um, At the end of it, it says the Drew Estate fans to partake in some educational digital events. What exactly, I mean, is that just like a video of, what does that mean? Because then I can't go to the events, so they're doing digital events? So you just sit there and watch the event from your home?
3: yeah basically yeah so there's a a virtual event scheduled uh in a couple of days august 31st Um, ben pearson whoever that happens to be is hosting a virtual event with bigs mansion pop in virtually for a fantastic night crap a pop-up just came up hang on okay pop in for a fantastic night featuring underground chin and the rest of the true state lineup join us and take advantage of insane deals so They're having what appears to be some sort of a Zoom meeting and some sort of a sale in the process as well. Uh, Digital karaoke on the 2nd of September. And uh, let's see, a lot of in-store events that are going to be canceled. But yeah, I guess they're essentially Zoom calls where you can buy some cigars.
1: Well, it's unfortunate, but you know, it's just a sign of the times. Are are they having events in in French, you guys' areas?
2: Now, I was in uh, Memphis at a shop that I frequent down there when, I, when I'm when i driving and um, talked to the owner about it, and he said they're not having any uh, for the foreseeable future, yeah. but they don't really have anything planned.
1: We've only had one shop right here that's, that's held events. Uh, Stogie Stop up at Huber Heights, which is one of our favorites, if not our favorite. Uh, Dick Perdomo came here and did an event, then a week or two ago uh, Jack Terania was there
3: for
2: the event. Nice. Well, we talked about on the last uh, podcast that they've canceled Cigar Fest.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm afraid with a lot of this stuff, this is the this is the the start of the domino effect. I'm afraid because Nashville was slowly having a few concerts here and there and then they had that massive attempt at a sixty-five thousand person garth brooks concert and pretty much everything that got rained out uh, but everything's pretty much been canceled since then so yeah we're headed south on that uh, ben question for you did you ever smoke that hoya that you sent me a picture of the other night on thursday night silver yeah
0: yes i did i smoked it that day it was my second cigar of
3: the of the day so I bring that up because Cigar Aficionado has a an article, 13 Highly Rated Cigars to Smoke Now. That happens to be one of them, the Hoya Silver Robusto. Got a yes. 92 in um, Cigar Aficionado. It says a definitive layer of creme brulee adds sweet elegance to this softly pressed Robusto.
1: Um,
3: they also spelled the word made with M-S-D-E. So somebody made a typo. Yeah but uh,
1: blueberry
3: pancakes right yeah yeah ben ben did you get any creme brulee out of your nicaraguan filler mexican binder and ecuadorian wrapper
0: i thought the flavors now this is i had the cigar right after i had the first one so it was it was sort of back to back but from what i could tell the draw was slightly snug it was it was making smoke, but it was a little bit snug. So you had to draw on just a little bit, but the flavors were of that sort of like toasted nuts, sort of like maybe toasted almonds. So as far as a creme brulee, maybe my palate was already a little worn out and not having to get the creaminess part of it. Um, it was a good smoke. It was rich in flavor. Like what I could pick up was was lovely. Um, I think it personally, from what I could tell, I thought it was box worth. It's worth having a box. Sit in your humidor, and I think it's only going to get better with time. But I, re- I really enjoyed it, though.
3: Good to know. Hoya is kind of um, a dark match brand. You know, they're they're there. Their cigars are out all the time. They're in most stores, but they kind of fly under the radar. But they got really good stuff, like uh, the Hoya Black, the Hoya Red. Mm-hmm. Both of those are fantastic. Black uh, getting... is
1: a crappy. It is. it's a great start
3: you know, getting farther back in their lineup, the, the Antonia, wonderful stuff. Oh, start. that
1: one. I love that one.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, but you don't see them, like, advertised very,
0: very much. The one you see advertised is the Cabaneta, the one with the dual wrapper. You'll see that one advertised once in a while.
3: And to me, mm-hmm. I've, I've had that one, and that's that one's a gimmick. Like, that one, for them to push it so much in agri- um, advertisements, it's... It's not the, star. the silver yeah it's not the star of their show like you should be pushing I haven't had the silver but push the black the red the silver push these other lines Whoa. that are really really good don't don't press what this one just because it's cute because it's got two different color wrappers
2: yeah was
3: one the
1: Quattro for you
0: <laughs> yeah what? Have I lost my mind?
3: What the oh, hell is
0: going on? I think oh, he's having. Oh, I think yeah, he's having. That's not like good. A... Are he having a stroke? What's happening?
3: I'm.
1: Dead. It's. It's I'm that. I'm old, it's, man.
3: It's, it's. It's. It's that Lynchburg internet catching up with him. But that. Yeah. Don't forget
2: this. Uh... Yeah, don't forget, you I are Single
0: barrel, jack.
3: Uh, yeah. it was like okay. slow, slow mo slurring of the words, but it's it, honestly, I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm just going to leave. I
0: thought he was phasing in and out of like time space, <laughs> like he's in a different dimension trying to talk through to us. It's, it's just okay. kind of that crackly phase in and out sound. But, <laughs> that
1: could have that been the most profound, profound show part of this whole show, so.
3: <laughs> but what are um. You guys-
1: Cigars
3: like that with split wrappers and barber poles and all that kind of stuff. I don't. it's more gimmick. Yeah, gimmick. I think. Um, now yeah. I love the look of barber poles. Don't get me wrong. They look awesome, but in terms of it making an actual difference in the flavor, it's a complete gimmick. You're yeah, not gonna I, you're not gonna smoke to this point and get a total flavor change and smoke to this point and then it's gonna change right. again. It just doesn't work like that. Right. Wow. And I honestly, and and Jerry, you might know more about this with with your blending experience, but I feel like if you take a a Connecticut wrapper and you wrap it around a Maduro wrapper, I feel like over time, the longer it sets, the Connecticut is just going to take on more characteristics of the Maduro. Like they're going to Honestly, I
1: would think so too. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, uh, I have to say things when I think about them. Uh, Darlene and I spoke of a call of Nicaragua last night. Actually, we, smoked, we both had smoked one. It was a 6.554, and we sit here all evening going, my God, why don't we have more of these? It was fantastic. We've loved those suckers.
3: What was it called? Say the name again.
1: Al McCall of Cigars, Nicaragua. Huh. It was 6.554, yeah. uh, and um, <laughs> I have to say things when I think about it. By the way, we saw some T-shirts that one of the cigars manufacturers uh, uh have as uh, as released, and they misspelled Nicaragua. That's a different story. <laughs> uh,
3: to to go back for just a second, I'm going to offer a trans a translation of what senior t- attempted to say before he had a stroke. Um, he was referring to the Cuatro Cinco being a Hoya. That's di- what and I said was Cuatro Cinco. What you said Okay, that was
0: for internet. Excuse me. Yeah, No, it's fine. Boring, it's totally but, your fault. No worries.
3: But yes, oh, yeah. uh, the Quattro Cinco, which was, and I'm, please let me make clarification. I'm not talking about the Quattro Cinco Reserva Especial because it's trash. But the original no, Quattro Cinco is, <laughs> yeah. it was a limited run. It was fucking amazing. Pardon my French. Yeah. Um, we, we had 10 boxes at one point. We finally, finally ran out of the damn things. But they, yeah, wow. they were terrific.
1: But getting back to that Bacall cigar, uh, I don't have that palette that picks up Cream Brulee and stuff, but it was amazing the chocolate and coffee flavors in that cigar. It was you guys get a chance to get one, grab those, okay? Great.
3: Yeah, for sure. Um that, that made me think of what something I was gonna say a minute ago when I mentioned that um that ninety-two rating in and cigar aficionado. I uh um, yeah. just my opinion. Everybody's got their own opinion, but I don't put a lot of of um faith yeah there we go i had a <laughs> i think i just had a stroke i don't put a lot of faith in those rating numbers um no i won't either <laughs> because and to me like if, if i rate a cigar i'm, I'm either going to say it's it's bad it's good or it's great yeah you he's know?
0: got this strength in your headset too yeah
1: yeah stepped up big time tonight you know i completely agree with you guys because uh Certainly, my, I'm not the level of the, the so-called aficionados that do a lot of mag- magazine ratings, but uh, I'm, my palate a lot of times just is not like theirs, you know?
3: No, not at all. I, I can get pepper, very you know, a peppery yeah. spice. I can get, you know, hints, hints of vanilla, um, hints of like a coffee, chocolate, that sort of thing, but much more than that, not really. Now, that Geronimo cigar um I remember in the last show, I mentioned it had a fruity, cold draw, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And Ben told me when he smoked it last night, he said it smelled like um, black cherry. Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, that was the cold draw. To me, it was like black cherry with like maybe some cinnamon. There's a little spice yeah, in there. So yeah. it and, predominantly and black was, cherry.
3: That was yeah. what I couldn't put my finger on. My my palate wasn't even distinguished enough to go that deep. I was just like, yeah, it's a, it's a fruitiness, a sweetness, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I mean... And you look at cigar aficionado and and i'm not dogging them because they're king of the hill but when you have so many cigars that surpass 90 to me it kind of weakens the whole system
1: um exactly because that means the 90 is average
3: yeah you know is it
0: like Do you think it's like those people have the bumper stickers that says my child is an honor roll student at whatever elementary because every fucking student is an honor roll student at an elementary as if they're going to give them a sticker that says your child is, eh, it's all right not really honorary you know, every child, oh you're three years old you colored something, you're honorary, you know it's, it's a kind of empty you know, celebration as it were, but
3: whatever it's
1: fine. Yeah, but yeah.
3: I mean, by all means, make make your uh, own. Uh,
1: but you, you, yeah, you have to be very you have to be very discriminating when it comes to those ratings because that's something I've said all along. You you never see anything probably ever get under the ninety, and to me that means a ninety rating is average.
3: Yeah, well, you know, wow. at, at that point we have got to start looking for the one hundred. You know what what is yeah. mm-hmm. top dog, or we've got to start looking for a ninety nine. And we had this. Uh, I won't get super deep in the weeds here, but we had this issue back when we first started Cigar Tipsters and we were rating cigars and we were doing it on a one to 10 scale. And we had someone say that a certain cigar was 10 and we're like, "Eh, I don't know that there really is a 10. You you go into a store and you, you bypass that, that 10, you know, if it's a 10, you're going to want it every chance you can get your hands on it.
1: Well, and and you have to realize too, what what is your ten would may be maybe my seven, you know.
3: True. Yeah, you know, it's it all is subjective, incredibly subjective.
1: Yeah, very subjective. So I I know. thinking back to your your initial question there, I don't get too excited about the ratings. I ha- I have seen some that I said, wow, yeah, I agree. Uh, the one it, that comes to my mind was The Age of Room, Cuatro Maduro, I believe was the number one star in two thousand and nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is an incredible start.
3: Aging Room, I, I would kind of put them a little bit in that Hoya category of flying under the radar. Well, while you know, at the same time you know, making really good that. stuff.
1: He makes for he he uh, manufactures money crystal a lot of different stuff. So he's got oh, different okay, things.
3: so he's he's he makes a lot of different things. He's got yeah. that AJ thing going on where he's got his fingers in all the cookie jars.
1: Yeah, yeah. Great, very interesting man too. Very interesting to talk to. You. But, but getting back to what, what people taste as cigars and I, I hesitate unless I can say something really positive about somebody because I don't know I don't want to hurt their feelings or anything, but I have a good friend who's been in, in the cigar business for over 50 years and is a master, and I mean this here, master blender, okay? This guy's got a record, a history that just superlative. And he told me I could taste about five things in cigars, you know, coffee, uh, chocolate, spice, vanilla, and that's about it, you know. So where, where all the blueberry pancake stuff comes from? Right?
3: I, <laughs> I I remember Jerry and I were in a in a cigar shop in Birmingham, Alabama, <laughs> um, and I'm not even going to tell you what the cigar was, but we we were trying a cigar with the the, the young gentleman that was working the, the counter, and he called the cigar a a citrus bomb. It, it, he said it was like drinking a Drinking a uh, glass of orange juice, I think he said, but I'm, I'm just standing actually I was kind of setting off to the side. Jerry was you know doing his thing, but I'm setting off to the side like, what the hell is this guy talking about?
1: Uh, yeah well uh, yeah we, we have well, too he... many self, we have too many self-proclaimed experts out there now, you know
3: <laughs> true.
2: It was the uh, virgin mimosa that he had under the <laughs> you I mean, probably.
1: You know,
0: that's what I've been waiting to hear.
1: And believe me this Those guy's magic probably words wizarding. this guy probably would not know for alcohol anyway so
3: <laughs> yeah that, that, that's the other thing this dude was probably might hey, what, have son?
1: been of smoking age maybe when well, your face clears up try it again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think there's too
3: many
0: opinions when it comes to this like everyone is a raid or everyone's a blogger everyone is giving their and there's like a million people out there all doing it. it's like there's just too much too, too many, many opinions and not enough yeah. facts.
3: Ben, ben, let me stop yeah. you there, because you just kicked us in our own nuts. Yeah. What I'm know, talking about it. No,
0: no, they need to leave the shit to the
3: professionals like us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me.
1: Well, I, I have been fortunate to learn from some very learned people of great reputation, and and not, not that I'm saying any kind of official fishing knowledge, because I'm still not, but I have heard, have been taught by some of the best, and uh, again, I, I hear no blueberry pancakes or pepperoni pizza on those.
3: Is uh, is Darlene within earshot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I and she can tell you that sometimes when I say this, this is a scary thought. But I have a cigar for you and Marley to try.
1: Oh, that is it's a scary not a thought. pumpkin, is it?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's not that pumpkin spice disaster <laughs> okay. of of more. Try that one
1: again. <laughs> no, you
3: know, this one.
1: You almost got thrown out of the house over that pumpkin thing, you know. So, yeah,
3: that was. Um, yeah, speaking of that, that was a uh, some kind of CAO Halloween thing that had pumpkin yeah. flavor in it. And no, oh remember,
1: remember our friend's Brazilian. She's kind of fiery, so you
3: know. Yeah, to and and it, to, to her credit, she smoked it. Um, I don't know why. I told her she didn't have to finish it. I was just like, "Hey, try this," because I didn't want it. I don't like pumpkin anything.
1: I think to that point, <laughs> it was kind of like, "Touch me, and I'll kill you." <laughs>
3: <laughs> probably but no, no 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 this one is more uh, this one actually came from ben it's called the isla del sol um it, it's kind of like java but it's got a sweet tip you know it's a sweet coffee cigar it's it's I nothing it. nothing nearly so dangerous as pumpkin or um, who
1: makes that mark
3: drew state, drew state. actually i i
1: They've been around for quite a while, actually. Yeah,
3: yeah I, have a, yeah, I have a theory that it's, and it's short filler, but I have a theory that it's the leftover stuff that they can't put in the, the long filler Javas. Yeah. I have a, can,
1: can we can we jump back down to Drew Estates, as it's mentioned? Uh, that is an incredible story. We think about 25 years. Do uh, you realize that Don Kiki gave Jay Drew tobacco and a rolling table, and that's how he started?
0: Didn't you have a kiosk in the basement of the World Trade Center?
1: I think he did it one time. He like did, that.
0: like in the early 90s. You'd yeah. it, he, be opening a kiosk for him and somebody else. Forgot the other guy's well, name. On top of that, too, they are a kiosk think, together.
1: Think about a New York boy goes to Nicaragua and just says, hey, I'm going to make cigars. You know, uh, it's an amazing story before, though. It really is. Yeah,
3: and now to think, uh, you know, they're one of the top cigar makers in, uh, in the world, really. In the world, right.
0: yeah. yeah. That acid line and his Liga, uh, you know, is...
1: Let put me put on let the me, map. Let me throw a little to prop toward Don Kiki too. I don't know how it, you know people out there may be listening or familiar with his story, but he was one of the first three guys to raise uh, cigar tobacco in Nicaragua. And uh, if you go back and look at that, that's an amazing story too.
3: Um, just out of Isn't, curiosity, a, I, <laughs> I pulled up the uh, the Drew State website and it says uh, Jonathan Drew and Marvin Samuel. Are not your average cigar makers. Their story John does Marvin, not start. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah.
0: That's it. That's
3: it. Does yeah. not start in Cuba or with fathers in the cigar business. It was started with the dream and through their can do spirit and never say die attitude, which has made Estate one of the top cigar makers on the planet. They started out <laughs> as two frat brothers from New York who started out small as in a 16 square foot retail kiosk in the World Trade Center. So, yeah, I yeah. was right about that.
1: Well, that plus a lot of bourbon. So, <coughs> yeah, J. that happens Senior J. Drew loves bookers.
3: Hey, he likes hookers. taste. Bookers. <laughs> Bookers, not hookers. Come on now.
0: Oh, I mean, if so, he wants to, that's his. Ben, prerogative. Ben, okay. this is a family. show no, no. Uh, ben, is it?
1: You, ben, you would go there, okay?
0: <laughs> this show wouldn't pass for the Manson family you're talking, <laughs> What kind of family <laughs> you talking about? Family matters.
1: I or? didn't.
3: Say, I didn't say it was a normal family. <laughs> I just said it but, was okay. a family All show. right.
1: But but okay. honestly, you know, just stop and think where he's come with twenty five years. It is an incredible story. And the, it is. the guy is very amiable, easy to talk to, very friendly. You know,
0: is he one of those guys? Because I've never met him personally, but he's one of those guys where you would not think if you his first impression is that he's a professional cigar maker, or <laughs> he is, is, does he have that persona? Anything. Anything.
1: <laughs> no, He wouldn't think he's a professional anything.
0: <laughs> okay, that's what I think.
1: Something you know, he's got that kind of personality. Ben, he will talk to mm-hmm. you as long as you want to talk to him. He's he's you know he's always got time for people. He does.
3: Yeah, he's kind okay. of got that uh, that um, that Matt Booth appeal. You, you know, you yeah. look at Matt Booth and you don't think cigars. Right. Uh, unless he happens to be smoking one. But, you, you know, it's just that, which I think a lot of people in, in the cigar industry are that way. You know, Fred Rui, I, I wouldn't see him on the street and think cigar maker. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so, uh, now. Are you guys familiar with Fatello cigars? Yeah.
3: Okay. Oh, no, I had them, but yeah, I've heard him.
1: them. O- Omar was a, C- a NASA analyst before he got into Star Business. A
0: Dang. NASA analyst? Why the hell did he do I mean, that's awesome.
1: I don't know if a rocket blew up and he left or what. I'm not sure, but, <laughs> 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 but uh, I tell you what, he the retired. Stories- the stories behind some of his people are-, are just always very, very interesting. It is.
2: Well, wasn't Rocky Patel a lawyer or something? Yep. He was a lawyer.
0: Almost got, yeah. He was in some trouble, like trying to get tobacco from the fields, and it was during a lot of turmoil. He was he was saying a story one time on a a show, and it's an interesting story. um,
1: By the way, did you see where uh, J.C. Newman has uh, petitioned the government to allow them to import Cuban tobacco?
3: Yeah, I did see a story about that.
1: I thought that was. Is this really
0: the best time to do that? I mean, they're they're trying to ban tobacco, and you're asking if you can bring in what is essentially banned. Tobacco. Well, the cigars are banned yeah. for some reason, but the, they're trying to see if we can well, bring the tobacco here from Cuba. Well, the article
1: I was reading saying, you know, that, that they are you are allowed, they're allowed to import uh, uh, rum and a few other items. So I guess he's thinking, well, if you know, if I can get Cuban rum, why can't I get Cuban tobacco?
3: Yeah, it says here the the last operating cigar factory in Cigar City of Tampa, Florida filed a petition with the U.S. Department of State requesting authorization to import Cuban tobacco grown by independent Cuban entrepreneurs into the United States. Uh, The State Department currently allows American companies to legally import coffee and a few other products from Cuba. If granted, J.C. Newman will be able to import the first Cuban tobacco into the U.S. in 60 years.
1: That will be interesting to see if that goes through (coughs) How it's going to affect the industry, you know? Honestly,
3: in a sense, I don't see that big of a deal with it, because how many times have you heard the phrase, Grown with Cuban seed tobacco.
1: Yeah.
3: So we're getting oh, yeah. the seeds, putting them in soil in another country, growing it, and then sending. Yeah,
0: yeah, but the flavors of the of the soil, the tobacco from best soil in the Pinar del Rio region, I think is what they're trying to bring in. Because even you grow the seeds here, they want the yeah. tobacco grown from that field. So it gets the nutrients and flavors and whatnot.
1: Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not saying the Cuban
3: tobacco is not different.
0: Well, but realistically, with
2: Cuba being the way it is and with so many hurricanes and everything and them not replenishing the soil like needed is the Cuban tobacco really as good as it used to be? And is it uh, that's that much a great better question. Than, than anything coming out of Nicaragua or Honduras, Dominican, Mexico for that matter? With the San that's the
0: thing. It's like it, the, what made Cuban tobacco so delicious was that soil that, you know, Velta Baja region and all that. If right, that soil yeah. hasn't been maintained, it's been com commun- it's been under a communist regime. It's ruined, and wherefore, the flavors of that region may or may not be there as much as they used to be. In which case, it, it loses its luster. And not to mention how many times a year it gets popped with a hurricane. So, yeah, for three or four times a yeah. year.
2: Yeah,
1: but so I was thinking anything the else would the be a factor. Just be a nice little marketing tool.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, people no. were eat.
1: It. Uh,
3: and he's uh fallen Somebody. off
1: my again. And he's gone again.
3: Okay, bye. so my internet,
2: my internet is gone again. I'm glad I can add humor
0: to this thing tonight. It's funny because it kept going in an upward tone, just higher and higher and higher. <laughs> yeah. was,
1: was, if the if you were on a
0: balloon, you would just be fading into the sky. Just,
1: I, I because what he was going to say was so profound, it would probably change the entire text of this program. So
3: you know, yeah, never way. know. Yeah, the moment is dead now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> too. right. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting. So uh, yeah, I know um, that whole Cuban cigar mystique thing is very, still very strong. I would yeah, say exactly. we were, That's what <laughs> I was
2: trying to say.
1: <laughs> we was in somewhere, I can't remember where now, but we were in an elevator somewhere. We were on vacation, and I had a cigar in my hand. The guy asked me, is that a Cuban? And I said, no, actually it's to Dominican. It's kind of like Los Angeles I'm like, oh, okay. You
0: know. And I think if the, even if because this question has been asked all over the place, you know, what happens if they lift the ban and then we can't allow? I think if they even if they lift the ban and they do allow Cuban cigars to get here, what makes have quote unquote smoke a cigar the appeal is the fact that it's illegal. But so I'm right. smoking a very special high quality item that I'm not supposed to have. That kind of secrecy is what the appeal, that's what people are after, because you're not supposed to have it. Well, if you, if, any, if everyone can go out there and buy a, a Cohiba Robusto off the shelf whenever they want.
1: The it, easiest way you know, to get the American, the American public into a buying frenzy is something they can't have.
0: Tell them we can't
1: have Absolutely. it and then all of a
0: sudden
2: and they it'll,
1: go it'll nuts.
0: Be to fly off the shelf. Yep. Hey Ben,
2: go down to Mexico, take, or go, take your cruise, go into Mexico. As soon yep. as you get off the boat, there'll be a guy selling you a five pack of Cubans right there for 15 bucks.
1: Yeah,
0: and his I've been to Cozumel. I've been to Cozumel, and that uh, place was uh, not—it was not fun because they were, uh, and we had to skip Haiti because they were
3: shooting at one another. Well, and see, the thing is, if you walk away, he'll sell it to you for eight dollars. You just gotta play hardball. Yep.
0: yeah, no, it's
2: now now, cohiba may be spelled wrong, but that's
0: true. It's it's still Cuba it's got an they extra C, it's
1: pick up a rolex with two x's on the end yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. rolex six yeah an e-phone some sort of yeah. well something close see, to what it is, it's not quite
3: see that's actually a misconception that that's a rolex with with extra x that's like uh
0: <laughs> that's like the real high dollar ones
3: yeah like that's, rolex that's,
0: xo lever above
3: that's yeah. the yeah. good shit it's the cognac <laughs>
1: If if Kaizad sold watches, that's what he would sell. Well, <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, the, the, the other X is Roman numeral, so it's uh, Rolex 10. Rolex, yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's a bigot. <laughs> and I don't know. Um, you know what? I think that's a perfect <laughs> spot to to end the show. Kaizod's He is. He just is. That's why he's gone. Oh, uh, bless his heart, as we say in the South. But he's uh, <laughs> a good old boy, but yeah, exactly. With all due respect. Yeah. Well, it has been another fantastic edition of the Cigar Tips Podcast. We'll see you in uh, eventually. Uh, everybody, have a good night. <laughs>
1: Stay healthy. This is the Cigar Tipsers Podcast.